good job bikini girl hey this what i want to do Whoa. take off that polka dot bikini girl drink all day play all night
Central Bombade. Pese Bombade. See down in my chair. Sukwe Bombade. One foot in the air. One hand holding back. We one flick in your head. Show up on the mic. Split in the middle. Make the two twice jiggle. Clamp on a table. My girl, I know you able. Split in the middle. I did some wrong, but I'm always right. So I know how to shoot and I know how to fight. If I tell you once, I'll tell you twice. I'm real discreet, like a thief in the night. Look, if I call you babe, you babe for the day or babe for the night. You're not my wife. She wanna kill her, so f all night. I wanna f on her thigh. Give me a f all night. AP, big rocks. In the hood with the realest. 5K on the dinner. Bring 300,000 to the dealer. I did some wrong, but I'm always right. So I know how to shoot, and I know how to fight. If I tell you once, I'll tell you twice. I'm real discreet, like a thief in the night. I'm rich, but I'm riding. I'm low on this attic. I'm about to fly out and go get me some. Nothing ain't sweet. All this money on me. Hundred rats in the bag. That's a hundred money. Baby OG, I've been running these streets. Got a game for the shine on my mama's son. Learned about the triple cross when I was young. And I know I ain't going, so I keep a gun. I flew to Paris just to buy some Dior. She begging for attention. I don't see her. CIP pop, I wish that you could see us. Me and Cash Plus whenever I go real. I got some in the street won't beat me. I got the industry trying to beat me. I just go Ray Charles. They can't see me. I'm in a Rolls Royce with a but I'm always right So I know how to shoot And I know how to fight If I tell you once I'll tell you twice I'm real discreet Like a thief in the night Yeah, like a thief in the night 
I pull up, give it deeper tonight. Uh-huh. Trying to fuck in the VSI. We can't fuck up my seats cause they white. I'm living like Thriller, I only come out at the nighttime. She don't fuck with liquor, don't like being tipsy. She don't do the Henny, just white wine. Pop the cork on some new Pina Grigio. Yeah. I pull up in the Porsche with a freaking. Soon. Park the Porsche and pull up in the Lambo. I hop out Major pain rockin' camo. Yes, sir. Then she cute, make a let a man go. Like the shoot, light you up, them Rambo. Cuban link full of rocks, it's a choke. Rest in peace to the pop, make me smoke. I did some wrong, but I'm always right. So I know how to shoot. And I know how to fight. If I tell you once, I'll tell you twice. I'm real discreet, like a thief in the night. Cheers. 
All the imitators, perpetrators, and haters. This is something new, the Casper Slide Part 2, featuring the Platinum Band. And this time, we're gonna get funky. 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 Everybody clap your hands. Broke it on, 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 broke it on
Kiki girl, the sugar stick anytime them want it.
from Keys to the Street Radio. Accept, press 1 to send a voice. Somebody chasing you? Like. Oh, it's RB King, right? Yeah. Brandy. Brandy. His name is Brandy. I was about to say, his real name probably something crazy like Peter. So, oh, wow. Brandy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're trying to get fucked up, I like that. That's what you drink for. I don't be playing Basically. drink. I be drinking drink. I'm not playing with you, okay? <laughs> but I will get fucked up too fucked up. Like, no, but that tastes to go good, too. So, yeah. I mean, they definitely do punch. They punch. All right. Welcome, everybody. Hello, hello. Hola. We are here live. Yes, indeed. Hello, how's everybody doing? Lucy in your business. We are here live. I'm, I'm DJ Southside. You know we're in the building. This is the official last week of Women's History Month, so we got a special show for you tonight. That's right. So let's get in tune. You know the vibes, all right? So. As I said, Lucy's in your business. Let's get in tune. Who I am. 
I have my own podcast that comes on every Friday night. It's the Ice Fashions and Beauty Show. No. It's here live on QC Street Radio. I am also a mom and a shitload of other stuff. I'm a woman that wears a lot of different hats. And I can fucking know that. So, yeah, so <laughs> that is me, guys. <laughs> So you do the podcast here, mm-hmm. but like you said, there's many other layers and levels to what you do. That is correct. So you're also a fashion designer. That is correct. I do. So tell us about that. Like, oh, fashion, fashion mm-hmm. girl, fashion. Listen, let me tell you something, guys. I fucking love fashion. Ever since I was a kid, I remember taking my mother's curtains down, cutting up her curtains. Saying I'm going to make something out of it, she used to be so mad at me. Like, what the hell you cut up a making curtain for? <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm making a dress, I'm making a skirt, I'm making something. So I've always wanted to just cut stuff up and make stuff. I just always loved fashion, and um, I actually didn't go to a fashion school. I actually wasn't taught how to make clothes. I just literally watched YouTube videos and practiced, fucked up pieces, and kept on practicing. And to, you know what I mean? I feel like I got pretty good at doing it and making clothes and people like it. So, yeah. What is it about fashion? <laughs> Everything. There's so many different styles and flavor of fashion. Like, me personally, like, I put all my clothes in different categories. I have my punk rock look. I have my girly girl look. I have my preppy look. I have my tomboy look. I have my... um mid-rag, don't give a fuck look. I have every look that's possible. And I just feel like fashion helps you whenever you feel a certain way, make you express yourself of how you feel without actually saying nothing. No one can see you walk in a room with what you got on. And that right there alone is like, mm, okay. You can tell a lot of person about the way they look, the way they carry themselves. And when I was younger also, I had a cousin named Marcia and I went to her house and she just had beautiful dresses and shoes. And I was just like, wow. like. When I get older, like, that's how I'm going to be. Like, wait, that's how I'm going to be. She was like, girl, you got a long way to go. And I was Tell like, Tell us a little bit more about when you were growing up. Where did you grow up? Where were you born? I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. And I moved to Queens when I was 9 or 10. And um, I'm from Southside, Jamaica, Queens. So big up Southside, Black Side, Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. Yeah. You moved to Queens from? From Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Yes, yeah. I still live in Brownsville. Brownsville. Yeah. 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 So I moved to Queens. And I went to Pierce 160. That was my elementary school. And um, anyone that was in Pierce wants to see what's up, y'all. And <laughs> yeah, my mom used to make clothes as well, too. Mm-hmm. She was very much into fashion. Um, I come from a very musical family. Like, mm-hmm. so that's another thing that I do. I do music as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad, he was a DJ, but he chat rap, too. Mm-hmm. My mother used to sing. Like, my brother, they do music. So, like, he definitely was very big on music. And music and fashion just went together. They do, they do. They, like, they go it's hand just in hand. hands in hand. Uh-huh. And I remember my mother, she used to always get dresses made for us from her homegirl that was a seamstress. <laughs> so anytime we went somewhere, she was just like drawing, like sketching, like this is what I want her to make. So as a kid, like that's what I just grew up on fashion and clothes and just. Who thought music. you had to sew? No one. I watched YouTube videos. Okay. And I just practice on my machine. Like before I use the machine, I used to use Who my machine. Who got you your first machine? Mm-hmm. Who got me my first machine? Do you um, remember? Or was there a machine available? No, actually my first machine I got from my grandma. Grandma rest in peace. I mean she loved me so much. That was my first machine I got from my grandma. Mm-hmm. And she just had it for her How old were you? I was um 17. And my grandma didn't even personally give it to me. Mm-hmm. My little sister went to my grandmother's house and she was throwing it away and she was like, no. Denise, love this. 
And my name is Denise Guy. What's up, y'all? And <laughs> AKA Denise. Okay, how you doing? <laughs> That's what all my checks to say. Denise College. What's up? What's up? Okay, I'm there, okay. Don't put icing on that. And so you don't. You know, a lot of people are afraid to tell people their real name, mm-hmm. their real age. Certain things, and it's like, wow, like, why are you afraid of that? Like, that that's you. That's who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, AKA, that's your alter ego. Mm-hmm. That's not really who you are. So, yes, I'm Denise Collins. First, mm-hmm. always. I'm a mom, blood child, phone call. Well, I'm on. Yes. Hey. 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 Yes, that's how I came to me with the dance <laughs> So, what are like your favorite pieces that you like to make? Like, what's your aesthetic when you're sewing? I know I've seen on your page you have, um, you have some um, like patchwork, like to bring things together and take something and turn it into something else. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. So what, what, do you, what do you think, you know, um, what's my, your aesthetic? My like, favorite piece to make, to tell you the truth, is like gowns, couture pieces, really big yes. pieces. Like that's my favorite because it's so big and beautiful mm-hmm. and it's just out of the ordinary. Usually people want like little dresses, little tight, like little skimpy yeah, shit. Like yeah. I like beautiful gowns that's just luxurious. Yes, just elegant. Indeed. That's just that's just that gives me my own personal mm-hmm. orgasm. It's like mm-hmm. I cannot <laughs> I, I swear to you. I can't stop. I, don't think I, I touch myself. Indeed, I think about it. <laughs> when I see something like a like a fabric or something and I can't get it at the moment. I think about it all day, mm-hmm. all night, until Fashion. I literally have it in my hand, and I'm like, okay, I got it. Fashion. I feel the Fashion. same way about clothes. <laughs> if I see some shoes, I'm like, yo, I these shoes are fucking, I, I need these fucking shoes. I be like, yo, baby, I tell you about these shoes. I tell my sister, like, yo, sister, I tell you about these shoes. Like, I tell everybody about these fucking shoes. They're like, okay, we the fucking shoes. And it's like, okay, we're going to get these shoes. And then I get the shoes, and then I look at them, and I be like, wow. You're so beautiful. <laughs> so, and then I wear them. I introduce them to my other students. I do. I be like, guys, this is a new collection to the part of the crew. You know. Sometimes I forget about shit that I have. Mm-hmm. And, my and you oh, come back to it, you're like, ooh, I got this. Not even come back. I'll probably be looking for something else and be like, I totally forgot I bought these. Mm-hmm. These are all perfect. But I, I, I. You know what I mean? So yeah, like I'm. I have a really bad addiction to shopping. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm not afraid to say it. I have a really bad addiction to shopping. I love shopping. I'm obsessed with shopping. Like, I think about shopping all the time. <laughs> like, they're like, what do you need from the Avenue? I'd be like, I don't know yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll tell you what I get there. Indeed, when I see it, it's going to see me, and then we know that I need it. That's <laughs> it. So who's your girl? Who's your customer? Who's, who's the one you're dressing? Oh, Who are you dressing? You know what? Like, I recently got... A lot of new people hit me up and asked me like to style them to be their stylist. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna drop their names yet. Okay. So I actually get official like style them. But um, Yum Yum, which is um, my sister, I make a lot of pieces for her. Mm-hmm. Another girl named Jane Doe, which is an artist, which is another one of my homies. I make some pieces for her as well too. Um, and then I have various of other people that I make pieces for that I won't say oh, I'm their personal stylist. They probably seen something I like and they're like, you know, I want that. Like you make me that jacket or that dress or that skirt. So yeah, like that. How's business? Business is always good. And business is always good because I'm always creating for myself. I mean, uh, when I used to make clothes, I used to cater just to my customers. Like, what you want? Then I said, I'm not going to do that anymore. The reason why, because some customers are very fucking picky. Okay. You can make a whole dress, they tell you how they want it, and then at the last minute, they're like, oh, well, I think I want to split with lace here. No. When you put all that shit in the store, there was no altering. There was no none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's not how we do it. When we sit down and we discuss what you want to make, I sketch out what you want to make, that's what you want. 
You cannot change the last minute altercation because certain people think that just because you are a designer, you can, oh, I could just, you could do this real quick. Yeah, yeah but that doesn't mean that no, I want to not real quick. Indeed, and, and not even if it is real quick, that doesn't mean that I want to now I'm rushing. Yeah. And I like to take my time. And now I'm, and now I'm changing my whole design. Like, maybe I don't like that piece that you're well, and, and, and that's the thing with making pieces for people. Yeah. Because you have to cater to them. You do. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have that experience myself. So now yeah. I don't okay. do that. Now, I make yeah. pieces. If you like this piece, I'm going to make you this piece. Okay. It's way easier to me. I know exactly what you want. Then do you, do you um, usually just work on like oh. custom-made bases? Like, or is there a place where people can go and like buy your clothes right now? Or do they have to come to you and order them? Well, yes. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm a couture designer. So I only make one piece per person. Like, you're never going to see anybody with your custom-made baby. Indeed. So, like my cake. Exactly. <laughs> so you mean, and everybody has different designs of clothing. Like, you have couture. You have um, boutique. You have um, streetwear, streetwear, like you have a lot of different, you know, things, what you call it. Right. And, and I recently found out about that, mm -hmm. about what my design was. Because I used to just be like, you know, I make custom pieces. And you're like, no, that's the tour. The tour mm -hmm. only makes certain pieces, one piece per person. Everybody can't have it. No. So that was pretty dope for me. I was like, bitch, I'm so cool. <laughs> <laughs> direct you in the direction of someone that probably could mm -hmm. because I can't I don't want to fuck up your piece on your special day that happened to me on my birthday and I was very upset mm -hmm. you know what I mean but I had to still push through I had a plan B mm -hmm. but you know what yeah, I mean you, you don't want to be that person that, yeah. so I do have more questions about the clothing okay I, I want to know more about that tell me so um you only do custom-made pieces, so where? So if somebody wanted to place an order, where would they go? If someone wanted to place an order, um, you could hit me up directly. Mm -hmm. um, you can shoot me an email. Um, and I actually have my own business number where you can call, you can leave a message, and I will contact you back. So I will contact you back in less than 24 hours to, you know what I mean, talk to you about your piece, if it's possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some people will be like, okay, I need a piece by next week. That's another thing too. So what is what is the time span for you making a piece? Like what's reasonable? Well, for me, it's two weeks. Like I, I prefer two weeks. Well, see, but I like that's a, a little different. Indeed. So I would like a month, a month in advance, yeah. yeah. because now I have to shop for the material. You know what I mean? After I shop for the material, one, I have to make the piece, then I have to do a fitting on you with the piece. I mean, before we even make the piece, I need to sit with you so we can do measurements, we can sketch out. So it's really time consuming with doing it itself. You know what I'm saying? And then I like to be in contact with my customers as I'm going along with my pieces. So I can show them, okay, you see where I'm at? Like, you like this? You don't like this here? Or I even have an idea with making a piece like, oh, I think it'll be really sexy with a split here. And it'll be probably like, no, I don't, you know, I don't want to split. So, you know, I like a month, a month, a month and a half in advance so yeah. I can work with it. Or more. Indeed. Possible. Indeed. 
So you mentioned earlier your fabrics. You get so excited about fabrics. I do, like I love fabrics. Like, where do you shop for fabrics? I shop everywhere for fabrics. Everywhere? I literally Google fabric stores in my area. Mm -hmm. I go on Liberty Avenue. I go to Manhattan, to the wholesale district where mm -hmm. there's a bunch of fabrics. Mm -hmm. um, I go to Brooklyn as well mm -hmm. on Burton Street. Is it like going in a candy store when you go yes, to one of these stores? Yes, it definitely is. Like, are you looking at threads, sequins, everything? Like zippers. Zippers. Glitter. Glitter buttons. Fucking buttons. <laughs> liners. <laughs> I'm feeling the fabric. I'm smelling the fabric. People look at me like I'm crazy. Some fabric they do. Do you ever dye your fabric? Like you do. No, I, I, I never, I never dye my fabric, but I do do tie dye. So okay. I don't know if that's considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yes, I definitely do tie dye. Mm -hmm. Like I have some pants that I, if I feel like I have a white dress that is getting old and they don't look like mm -hmm. lit how it's supposed to, I'll tie dye it a whole bunch of colors. I was gonna, I was gonna like, come to a question like that. Like, is there sometimes when you have like a piece of clothing or something that you're like. I'm tired of this. Actually, I feel like I can turn this into a whole different piece. Damn right, I do. I do all the time. I buy shit that's way too big for me just so I can fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, just an extra fabric. Indeed. And I probably see something that's so dope, but it's not in my size. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm tiny, so sometimes people think, oh, you're small. Anything, you can find anything inside. Yeah, that's, no, not true. that's not true. Sometimes a true small is not a true small. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have any titties. So it's like literally I needed to fit a fucking like no, uh, and get like a like a condom on the pool. <laughs> That's all I need it. Okay. And I do all the tests at home. I do the shake test. I do my hand test. I do every test to make sure I'm not popping the nipple. I put Southside in my mind. If I'm out with him, I'm like, Southside, my nipple. So make sure. Look, every time. I'll be doing this a thousand times to make sure. Yeah, well, she, she will autocorrect about a hundred sure times. So, um, it, what's your price range like? What is you want to talk about price? No, we definitely or? can. Okay. It, it depends on what you what you want. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely let's say I wanted a gown for my fifth my fiftieth is coming up, y'all. So let's say I wanted a gown for my fiftieth, and oh. and I want it to be top notch. Like, okay, it gotta be like shit. I want sequins, glitter. I want to fucking shine when I walk into that motherfucker. See, but, but that's my thing. You can mm -hmm. say you want glitter to shine, but you just want a mini dress with two slits. No. You know what I'm saying? That's Some people, that's what they train. want. You know what I'm saying? They can say, okay, I'm I want it laced on the side and it's something in the front. Some people want couture. They so they want really vary, down. Right? Exactly. The price is really varied. Oh, guess what you want? Because material isn't cheap. And that's the mm -hmm. next yes. thing I tell people too. The work itself. The work is a lot, but the material, what you get is the most important. You buy okay. cheap material, you're gonna, you're not going to get that look you want. Yes. You want good shit. You're going to have to fall on your body the way you want. No, it's probably going to fall the way it wants to because there's different types of fabric. Okay. So there's four-way fabric, there's two-way fabric, and there's one-way fabric. What does that mean? I'm about to break it down okay. here. Let's so get it. four-way fabric, you can stretch it in all four ways. Okay, That's like spandex okay. that the girls like. Yeah. It's four-way fabric. Okay. You got two-way fabric that only stretches two ways, left and right. Those are the skirts that tight when you pull it this way, but it fits this way. I know exactly. What you know what I'm saying? Then you got one way fabric which doesn't stretch left, right, At nothing. All. It's just stiff. Yeah, yeah. Right? We call yeah. that Muslim fabric. Okay. That's the fabric that you ever see when they have those long like gowns? Maybe a bandana or something is made out of. Exactly. Right? That, that type of when you got long gowns and that thin gown thing they put underneath it yeah, so yeah. it won't be see-through, yeah. that's Muslim fabric. They only put that so that when you look through it, you can't see. Okay. But it's very thin fabric. That fabric is like probably 59 cents a yard. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Good fabric isn't expensive neither. But it, it it can get steepy. If I wanted to get a fur four inches, the fur probably goes fourteen ninety nine per yard. Some may say like, hey, but no, that's not. 
I you think buy, that's great. That's great because you can buy the same fur jacket and it's gonna cost you yeah, fucking a ninety or uh, more than that. five thousand. I saw a girl I don't went in the store and it said exactly. thirty five thousand. I was like, you're in the wrong section, boo. No, no, but I, I, I love that. Like I was telling you earlier, I go to those stores so I can see what's popping. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now when I go to the fabric store, I know exactly what to look for. Mm-hmm. I know the fabric I want to look for. I, know, I want to know. I want to know what's on it. I know how to. I do the feeling test. I smell, like mm-hmm. I said, because I want to make. Why sure do you some, smell? Because some fabric have odor. Okay. Just like even when I buy my wigs and I take it out the pack, I smell it because some wigs have odor. Mm-hmm. You want to wash them. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure there's nothing in them. And I don't mm-hmm. want to buy brand new fabric and it's an odor. Then I have to wash it and probably tar- tarnish its quality of it. Yes. Okay. Some material runs. Some material don't. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. some material, when you start stitching in it, or you cut it, it starts like breaking apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So even with that, you have to use a special type of scissors. Mm-hmm. It's a scissors that zigzag so that it won't start unrolling. So there's a lot of little things oh, that I didn't oh, know. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So there's a lot of things that I didn't know that I had to learn even with fabric. So all those little things I do, I don't want to bring a piece home and I feel like, damn, you know what I mean? It's not right. It's, yeah. The material is pulling, you know what I mean? It got stains on it. They probably cut it uneven. So I look at everything to the T. Another thing about real good quality fabric, like as you said, with sequins and stuff like that, that's gonna get steepier as well too. Because with all those little flowers, no little grids on it, those little rhinestone stuff, every time you cut it, you wanna be losing stone. So you gotta be careful. They have like a heated like material that you use and cut it and laser cut it with this heated little thing so that the rhinestones don't come off. When you see the girls with the lace dresses in the front and the materials on the front, they literally buy that pattern that they want in the front by itself. Mm-hmm. And they just stitch it on the front of the dress. Mm-hmm. And then you buy it and you pay probably five, six hundred dollars for it. And they literally just ordered that for like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. It's the work. Because a lot of it has to do with the with the labor. Yeah, but I tell people too, like I like to work with my customers too. So mm-hmm. I'm never gonna go like stupid crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I want you to be exclusive. I want you to have some fly shit. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that you fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, what's your favorite piece you've ever made? Do you have a favorite? You can name a few. I do. My um, my pussy cat jacket. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite pieces. Ever. So my pussy jacket. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It has, it has a big cat on the back of it that says "Stop being a pussy." Ooh. My sister had gave me a dress that had like a whole okay. bunch of glitter sequins on it, and it was too small for her. Mm-hmm. So I cut the dress up and I made the dress into sleeves for it. It was literally. I got into a car accident, and when I went to the chiropractor, they give you like this little vest thing you put over you. So I cut the vest thing up and made it <laughs> and put it on my jacket She's like an artist. Artist. She's an artist. And then I ordered these patches that had a whole bunch of naked girls with like gag balls in their mouths, like something. I love it. All type of crazy shit. I and I put it on. I even made a hat to match with it, like a fucking captain hat. So fucking dope. So what you call it? And when I when I finished made it and I looked at it, it was just like wow, this is a whole bunch of scrap pieces, a whole bunch of different things, and it came out so amazing. And I was really excited. And every time I wear that jacket, people are like, yo, that jacket fucking fly. Like, where you get that jacket from? And I just love to be like, oh, this is a fashion thing to see. <laughs> a lot of times when I see you, I see you in pieces, and I'm like, you should make it from? or I, not? I think a lot of them you do make. Like indeed. that jacket. The jacket I, I wore today, I made too. You did? Mm-hmm. I have the one a couple of weekends ago that, like, the fleece one with, with, with the with the um, oh the mushrooms on it. No, no, it was the one at, at um 106 at in 106 in Park. 
Oh that yes, is. my icy fashion junkie bubble jacket. Yes, yes. bubble jacket. I was, and, that's, and I love Fire. that jacket. I was say thank you. Fire. Thank you. Fire. And, and even that jacket making was crazy. I had a whole nother jacket. Uh-huh. And the other jacket, I just felt like I don't like this jacket no more. It was just getting old, out of style from when I bought it years ago. So I just cut it up with all the letters. I had another piece that was like, yo, what if I add this piece to it and make some big collars and then put it all around? And when I finished, I was like, yo, this shit came out fucking hard. It was. It yes, should be my heart. It is. It is. Well, I it said, well, thank it you. Is. Like, and I'm not going to So, where can they go to find your clothes? Because she has a lot of levels to her. Let's just. It's easy to clothes right now. So, my clothing line page is Love Amore Boutique. So, you can definitely go there to see other pieces I've made. Um, if you like the piece, if you wanted to contact me to order something or you wanted something made. Another thing I love making is fur jackets. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you look at my love fur. Did you see the big pink one I, um, the girl had on on my page? It was pink and orange. I did, I did, I did. Like, I did. that jacket, I love making that jacket because mm-hmm. I made that jacket for myself. And then she hit me up. You like, use Yo. real fur? Um, I don't I think it was Follix fur. I okay. bought it from Fabric Store in Jamaica yeah. Avenue. And when I seen it, I was like, oh my God, this, this is so dope. Mm-hmm. So I made the jacket. It was actually a carpet. That's what it was for. Like the fabric. Really? It was, it, if you feel it, it's really thick. It's supposed to be a carpet, like a throw carpet for the floor. <laughs> the other jacket I, I had on that was a mushroom. I bought four, no, I bought three carpets for five dollars below. Mm-hmm. And I cut them up and made a mushroom jacket. That jacket is so fucking hard. Yeah. And it's so You're warm. so creative. Oh, it's, it's God. It's God and my ancestors. I feel like yeah. my grandmother, I never got to meet her. But she was um a very popular seamstress. She made a lot of clothes. She used to live in London. She was a famous her name? seamstress. Um, Amory. I think her name was Amory. Because mm-hmm. I never met her when yeah. she died before I was even yeah. born. But my dad told me a lot of stories about her. So that, also, so that was your dad's mom? That was my dad's mom. And my mom made clothes as well too. Mm-hmm. So I think I just got it from both. But I just think that, um, you know what I mean? A piece of her is me. It's in me. You know what I mean? Because a lot of things was just like, how did I know how to make that? Like, well, how did I know how to put that together and do that? So, I just think it's just in my blood for my ancestors, and I think, um, I wish I could talk to them so I could be like, what's up, girl? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> is this the right scissor? Indeed. <laughs> Was that, did I fuck it up or did I fuck it up? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> exactly. So, I see, what came first, fashion or music? Both. Both? Both. At the same time? I've been doing music since I've been in elementary school. I've been cutting up clothes since I've been in elementary school. Uh-huh. So, so tell both. us about the music. Tell us how, how long have you been doing the music? Oh, I've been doing music since I've been in the eighth grade. Like, as I said, I, I recently fell back on music about three to four years ago. Um, first, I fell back when I, when I had my daughter. And then after I had my daughter, I went back into music and doing music. And then I fell back again because we're doing so much shows and shit. I was just like, yo, I'm meeting so much dope people and no one's ever going to know about these people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fucking dope as shit. I'm going to create a platform to what you call it. I have to create a platform. And then I thought about it and then it went into history. Mm-hmm. And then um, a guy that I knew, he hit me up and he said, hey, I see I'm starting a radio station. I think you'll be really dope. You know what I mean? To like have a show. And I was like, oh my God, that's one of my dreams I've always wanted to do. How did you know that? And then we started the um, show and I had the radio, I was at that radio station, I think for like a year and a half. 
And then um, all this time you're still dropping music and stuff? I'm still doing music. Yep, I'm still doing music. So how many records do you have? Um, I have a lot of records. Okay. I have about five records that I have, like, that's out that you can listen to. I have three videos that's out um, that you can actually go watch. What genre of music do you do? Um, I do... Jamaican music and my music is pop and my genre of music is also hip hop. But not like hard hip hop. Would you be up to performing a little something? I definitely would. I'll do one of my songs. Like I'll do um like I have one song in my last video I shot was my picture. Indeed, because I feel like my pum pum the black shot grits. You heard it here. All right. I'm losing in your business. Indeed. You got good pussy. Indeed. And I, and, and I feel that I have some good pussy. Come on, my girl. I can't. 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 I can not 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 I just be like, okay, I still got it. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? So, so tell us about your journey in music. Um, so my background in music, as I said, my mom and my dad both did music. My dad, my, I'm Jamaican. So my mother and my dad are both Jamaican. So my mother used to um, sing in the choir and she could sing. My dad used to do chat and DJing and, you know, playing music. And um, I grew up to just Jamaican music, um, Barrett Hammond, um, her just conscious music. Um, I don't know if you guys know what conscious music is, but yeah, it's, yeah, but just conscious music. That's what like my favorite. They play dance or two, but not really like that. It was now more like ting a ling a ling, that's shit like that was out. But when I was younger, I was more into pop music. I love Al Levine. Like I love Avril Levine. I still love Avril Levine. Platform shoes, a whole bunch of platform shoes. Platform, platform, platform. Way more comfortable. Way more comfortable. <laughs> 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 way
Google platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and that was my journey into like girly girl with different fashion. Then I started appreciating like seeing other people walk by or watching fashion shows. Like, oh, I love her jacket. I like, oh, I would have did this with that. I would have did this with that. And my sister one day was like, well, why don't you do that then? And I was like, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. And when I was younger, I used to be afraid to. So you said um, that when you were younger, you were more into the fashion than the music. No, both. But I was afraid to show my real fashion mm-hmm. because I thought people would look at me like, "What the fuck you going? Like, why don't you put that on? Like, mm-hmm. flying around fucking some boots and a dress? Where you going? You going to? Where you going? Okay. Indeed. So you know what I mean? And I and, and I thought right about now. where you going? Supermarket. And, and then after a while, I was like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to fucking wear it. Who cares what people think? And my mother used to tell me all the time, like, you, why would you wear, like, those socks with that? Because it's cute. And huh? I used to be like, because it's cute and I look good. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, after that, I then shaved the side of my hair off. I had icy, um, like, you know, cutting the side of my hair. My hair was green. I was, like, a total punk rocker. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of people used to stop me, like, yo, you look real dope. Like, yo, I love, like, how you put that together. Mm-hmm. No, like, you can't tell where my fucking spot. I did the name come from Icy Fashion. So I'm, my name is Icy because I do not like being cold. I'm okay. 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 So my name is Icy because that's, that was it. I just don't like, I was always cold when I was a kid. Things were like, oh my God, she's Icy because she's always cold. Mm-hmm. And I was. I wanted a jacket to keep going to keep it between my legs. <laughs> all of that shit. And then the fashion junkie came because I love fashion. I'm a junkie for fashion. Mm-hmm. So I just put it all together and said, yeah, I'm Icy fashion junkie. So okay. I've always been Icy since I've been a kid. I've been fashion junkie. <laughs> Like these Jamaican guys would be getting crazy. And, and now they know that I was not 
and he literally threw me on my back. I don't like that. I didn't like that either. <laughs> now, now I'm probably gonna fight a punch up in your head. At. We friends, though. We still friends. We cool. I know you know who you are. Wow. We still friends. Wow. <laughs> nah, I don't like that. Wow. My, my shoe would have been immediately like, yo, Mr. Clap, why? <laughs> nah, I was like, what would you do that? He didn't pick me up immediately, but. But what was possession to put me in? Exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, Mm-mm. Oh Lord! That's, and then that's a fact. Even with Jamaican parties, you know, like I said, like I said, I have a good time. But I know my limit. When I see a guy, and I know he's too active. No, I'm not gonna take that chance and pull my wig off. They be trying to do some kicks over your head, jump on your back. Don't jump on my motherfucking back. Don't do shit like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that, so I won't be cute. I'm gonna dance with my friends, this is the girl, and that's it. Now, if you cool, cool, no, 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 if you get a little too frisky, no, no, no. Mm-mm. I don't like that. You might wind up on your back like me. Nigga, you won't wind up on your back right behind me. Right with me. How you doing? Don't play like that. Ass down here. Crazy, how he must be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm loving the conversation with Icy. We're going to take a five-minute break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into the... Um, uh, what she does, she she does other things, guys. She also works in the medical field. I do, and she is also a podcast host here. I am. All that, and we're also gonna play the game. Back in five, which will probably really be like fifteen, but we will be back. Sure you come back it's gonna be so much fun it is hilarious it's gonna be
pit got it locked from goose to locker. RIP, a big impacker that he's not, but damn, he's hot. Label flop, but pit won't stop. Got her in a cockpit playing with pits. Now, watch me make a movie like Albert Hitchcock. Enjoy the world.
on my jock. Huh. Now stop when we in the spot. Booty moving weight like she on the block. When the drink, I got to know. Top jeans, tattoo, cause I'm rock and roll. Half black, half white, diamond now. Gang of money. Yeah, I'm running through these halls like Drano. I got that devilish blow rock and roll, no halo. We party right up. Yeah, that's the cool that I'm rapping on the rise to the top. No lead in our Zeppelin. Hey, party rockers in the house tonight. Everybody just have a good time. And we gon' make you lose your mind. Everybody just have a good time. Every day I'm shuffling.
just give a disclaimer um, <laughs> um no i just want to give you know a little disclaimer cuz we had a great uh like intermission mm-hmm. uh with the music so i have to give a little spoiler alert it's going to be a little spoiler alert too because i know one of the questions that you're going to ask mm-hmm. but i already pushed it forward so I, so you can segue let's talk about it now you guys all enjoyed the musical collection that was being played during the break, right? Yes, yes I did. We loved it. Okay. Well, and you want to know how me and Icy met, right? I do want to know. <laughs> so that mix is the mix when we first met the first night we ever met. We made a mixtape. Oh, And that's really? called a, yeah. That doesn't really explain how you met. That just explains what you did when you met. Right, right. But I'm just okay. saying that's just that was that was the musical selection <laughs> right there. He did music. He was a DJ. I was like, yo, we definitely got to link up and hang because that was gonna be my question. Because I was like, how did you start here in Keys? Oh, the street. street? Yeah. Oh, well, cool. well, well, and mainly the question would be like, when did you and Southside meet? Okay, so yeah, we did, and this was when I was about what 17, 18. Yeah, around you know that. Me and Southside met. You know what I'm saying? So we were young. We were like, we were kids. We were young. Well, not only say we were kids, we were young adults. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, we had a common love, actually, for music. Okay. You know what I mean? And he told me, like, yo, like, he, he told, 
when you DJing at that time, Southside? Side? No, he was selling DVDs, CDs. Huh? Oh, okay. He always had a mixtape, a new mix of everything that was out. Uh, All yeah, right, you was the, I he did, was the I, man. You was the one to see. Um, at that time, I was DJing. I had a DJ set, like a little. It was like all that was done on CDs. It wasn't none of this like, shit that yeah, you yeah. see no, right no. now. Like it was just done on a little CD mixer. But I had so much music, so I had like CDs. Everything that you heard was from a CD. It wasn't burned off a computer. It wasn't downloaded. It wasn't nothing. Mm-hmm. It was literally in my library. We just made it happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was just my love for music. See, so we linked up. We were just smoking, chilling, vibing. He was playing music, and I he was like, "Let's make a, a mix." He's like, tell me the songs you like. Mm-hmm. And I was just like going through the songs I like. And I think he didn't expect me to like the songs that I was telling him. Right, right, right. That, that, I was going to say that. Like Most It, start, it like, started with hip hop. started with hip hop. Oh, okay, you know, 50 okay. Cent. You know what I mean? You know, thug shit. You know, like, like hey, you know, little top. R&B. <laughs> and then once but, she said um, that pop song. Way, I'm emo. <laughs> once she said that pop, once she said that one pop song, like my eyes lit up. Don't worry about it. Um, my eyes lit up and I was like, oh shit. Black person who love pop music like me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was an artist as well. So we're not gonna give away your age, Icy. No, but no, but I do seventeen. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, when you met Southside, you said you were seventeen. We can give away my age. Okay. Not fast. Hey, listen, hey. Yes. 20 year friendship. Yeah, so with that as well, too, I was doing music. I was making music, but I wasn't doing music how I was doing now. And so were you as well, right? Southside, I know this is not about Southside, but I'm saying you you were also recording music. He was DJing, right? No, I was just just straight DJing. You've never recorded anything? Nope. I don't rap. But at at that point, I'm going back to like, I was rapping, but I was going back. Okay. So I was on what? Um, Smack DVD. I was on those up and coming DVDs at that time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I used to like battle rap with people. But then after I would battle rap too, I realized that um, that's not really what I'm like. Like, I really don't like that. Uh-huh. I like to get fly. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 this is not cute. Like, this is not cute. And, it, and besides that, girls used to get really upset. And it was really on some like we're bashing each other. I don't like that. Yeah, I feel you. That energy. Wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So that's not for. what I what I like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I quit jobs for shit like that because mm-hmm. I don't like the vibe. It's not what I feel like I do. I'm, I feel like I'm not living in my purpose. What God created me for. Love what it. He wanted me for. This is not the vibe that He wanted me to mm-hmm. give. So I gotta go. I, I you know you're young when you realize that. I mean, no, but yeah, yeah, you. Big up my homeboys. You know what I mean? Big up my homeboy Dorian. Big up my homeboy Charles. Big up my homeboy Jamal. Mm-hmm. Big up um, my homeboy Malik. Big up my homies. Like, when I was younger, I always had mad male friends. And all my homeboys was way older than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I was 17, my homeboys was already 22, 23. Mm-hmm. They had cars and all that. They was picking mm-hmm. me up from school mm-hmm. and fly shit. People was like, yo, who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? So my homeboys, they used to peep me the game. Big up my grandmother, Precious, too. You know what I mean? She put me in a lot with just street shit. You know what I mean? That I was naive and I didn't know about. You know what I mean? So, big of all of them adding the total. So, when I was rapping about music then, I think I was rapping about things I saw around me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, things in my community. You know what I mean? I lost a lot of friends yeah. through gun violence. Yeah. Senseless killing. The dumb shit. 
to this day, I still don't know why. Yeah. And I feel like the new generation, the young generation. So that, that inspired a lot of your music like that? Or, or did that push you forward? It inspired my music to be fun. Okay. Because I want people like, to skin out and poo poo. Okay. I want people to have fun. I want people to dance. I want people, you know what I mean, to be like, yo, my shit is good. You know what I mean? Go home and have sex with their man. That's the type of music I like to make. I don't want to make music for people to kill each other, to hurt yeah, each other, yeah, to yeah. overdose on drugs. And, you know what I mean? How much purpose did you pop now? That's it. That's not me. That's not my lifestyle I live. That's not what I want my followers and my young people to. You're not of. trying to put that out there to the world. Because like, that's not me. Enlightening that. Because that's not me. I think a lot of people enlighten things that's not them. They not promote promoting. things that they're not. You yeah. never lived in a lifestyle like that. You never lived in a crack house. You never sold crack. Mm-hmm. You never shot any guns. You never had to do anything to fend for any of that. But you want to be that way just because you feel like that's cool. And people that actually been in the struggle and been through that stuff, they didn't want to fucking be through that stuff, but they had to, to survive, to get out of it. So in my music, I don't want to glorify anything but my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Things that I do, you know what I mean? Getting fly, having fun with my friends. You know what I mean? Being cute, getting money. You know what I mean? Flexing on getting new degrees. Flexing on starting new businesses. Flexing on mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. encouraging each other. Yes. You know what I mean? Having a flex party because my homegirl fucking did that. Yes. What's up? That's what we're doing. That. That's you know what, what we're mean? doing. Indeed, getting cute, yes. encouraging each other, helping each other, not body shaming each other, mm-hmm. not feeling like if I don't look like this, society stuff like this, I'm not lit and I'm not the shit. Now you the shit and you lit. Yes. Always. Don't let nobody ever tell you this. <laughs> Period. <laughs> love what you love. Be yourself. You know what I mean? So, that's what I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's what I love. So, let me ask you this, Icy. Now that we're, we're talking about the music again, um, when when you, when you're inspired to, do you write your song? I do. I write all So, when you're inspired to write a song and you write it, right? Boom. Boom. I wrote it. You know, what's the journey from writing it to, to recording it? Like, okay. what is the journey? This is like for our viewers that this are about thinking it. about, like, you know, they want to start a music. Ice is going to let you know That's a very what it takes. What is, what is the journey? You wrote it and boom, this is what you do next. So this is how I feel with the journey of creating music. Everybody's journey is different, but I will tell you about mine. Yeah. Some people feel like with making music and creating music, it's just like fucking easy to jump in the studio. Oh, I got this shit one take. It's not as easy as that. When you record music, for one, <clears throat> I like to find my beat that I like. You got to find a good producer for a beat or some people get beats off of line. I like all my beats to be owned, so all my beats you'll ever hear on any of my tracks, Big Up Morgan from this weekend, and he creates all my beats. All my beats is mine. No one else has it is mine. And... With his beats, sometimes I go through over 200 beats before I pick the one that I like. Mm-hmm. Because I have to feel it. What do you do first? Do you write or beat? I, I, need I, I need the beat first. I need the beat first. Okay. I need the beat because I need to know my flow, what I'm going with, you know what I mean? What I want to say, mm-hmm. how I'm feeling when I heard the beat. Because yes. I, me personally, when I hear a beat, it makes me feel away. If I don't feel like a tingling, like I'm connected mm-hmm. to that beat, then that's not my beat. So beat first. Yes, I definitely got to have then the beat the writing. First. When I get the beat first, before I write the song, I always create the hook. That's just my format. I create the hook because once I know what I'm going to say through all the parts, me writing my verse is just easier for me personally to bust down. Makes sense. You know what I mean? And then I know what I want to talk about. Yeah. Some people make songs that... The beat is like the, the title in a lot of ways. Like if you were thinking about like reading a book, the beat is 
is like the title. Not really. No? Mm-mm. Because everyone has their own idea. You could do the same beat that I could do and you could fuck that shit up. And you would be like, yo, I never thought of carrying it like that because you did it differently. So it depends on what you do to the beat. You know what I'm saying? Or what your idea is that you want to bring to life to it. So that's what I think of when I think of the chorus. And then I try to always stay in the line of what I'm talking about in the chorus. You know what I mean? If I'm talking about um, flexing and getting flop, I want my song to be about flexing and getting flop. If my, school, my song is a storyline about telling the story, from the beginning to again, somebody punched me in my eyes, I was running through the parkway, then I got away in the ballway, I want my whole song to be about that. Mm-hmm. By the end of the song, they're like, damn, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love that anticipation, the building, which is what I call it, kissing, keeping it short and sweet. You know what I mean? And then if I want a party song to make people dance, like that's my whole theme of the song too. And then after I get that, I practice it a few times to make sure when I get to the studio, I'm not reading it. Sometimes artists, when they do that and they don't practice it, they're like reading, like, you know what I mean? And it sounds like it when you're recording it, but you're just reading it. I went to the park yeah. and I jumped off. No. I want to say it like I went to the park and I jumped. I want to float to that shit like, what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I do that, I'm probably gonna take a few takes because I'm, I'm uh, my own worst critic. I want to, let me hear that. Yeah, let me I, hear think, that. I think 5B artists is like that. Like. No, some people go in there, they don't even write. They just freestyle and do that shit and they just like that. I mean, in terms of like critics. Yeah. Like we're, we're our worst critics. It's a whole bad So after I hear it and I like it and I actually complete the song, I'll be like, let me hear it back. But my energy and the vibe of my studio is a lot to me too. Like, I don't like a lot of people in my session. You know what I mean? Some people like, they whole crew mad people in their session. Like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, I just like me, my engineer. You know what I mean? If I had probably one other person, probably, but probably So you not. get the beat, you write the song, and now you're in the studio. And then the studio depends on, like I said, the vibe is anything. Because if I record a fire-ass motherfucking verse, I fucking lay that shit. And my engineer, by mistake, delete that shit, my whole attitude now changed. Like, yo, my nigga, how the fuck did you say that? Like, like what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I got like, move on right now because it's certain stuff. Or even if he tells you, like, now nah, that didn't sound good, do it over before he let me hear it, mm-hmm. I don't like that either. Because mm-hmm. I could have said, all right, chop it at this part and let me punch it in. Mm-hmm. If you're an artist, then you know what that means. You know what I mean? So it's certain things that I, that I like that I don't like. And um, that's why I like to write it in advance. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like my engineer, I'm very blunt. If I feel like he's doing too much chat and telling me what I want to do, I'd be like, yo, chill, don't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your song. You wrote it. Like, uh, all right, so you're working for me. No, not even you're working for me. No, we're working for each other. I never felt like that. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to fuck up your idea because that's your door. That's your idea. I'm not going to try to edit it and move it around to my liking. So please don't do that to my respectfully. So that's how I feel. You know what I mean? And anyone that knows me knows that I don't mean it in a negative way because that's how I talk. Especially when I'm passionate and I'm in the my whole vibe about something. And now, if my vibe is everything, I'm happy. Like, yo, nigga, run that shit back. You heard that? That was fire. I'm crazy. I killed that. So it depends on my vibe I have for the person. And that's why I don't like a lot of people in there. Because if I got to keep on telling you, you be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. That's what made me upset. Because you're not respecting my craft with what I'm doing. So don't be disrespectful. Y'all got to go. What, you, what, you, what, are, what are, like, one of your um, best experiences recording something? Um... You know, it's my, it was my best experience. Big up my nigga, Marvin Buchanan. Yeah, big up. Okay, big you up. But we recorded a really dope song and he deleted. He deleted. 
was deleted. And it came out so fire. And he did it by accident. And I was mad at the moment. But then I realized that he was learning like I was learning. So I charged. So that was one of your. But that, that was, was my favorite. favorite. That was my favorite because it was a learning experience for me, for him, mm-hmm. and just for the craft of music. Because it was so fucking dope. That shit was so fire. And we listened to it. And then when I said, yo, play it back, by accident, he deleted it. But our energy was so excited. That's how I knew that I could do anything. I could do that shit again. He was like, fuck it. And I never did it the same again. <laughs> how do you know? You never heard it. I did. Oh, you did. You I did. recorded you heard it once. Oh, it was never how it was. In that moment, that energy, that everything was just everything. It was everything. So you and Southside met 20 years ago, and fast forward. Okay. So when? When did when did you start doing the podcast? And so how did that come on- about? I've been on Keys to the Street now for three years. So remember mm-hmm. I told you I was with another radio station. When I was the other radio station, I had told them like my ideas of what I wanted to do. I wanted to um, host events. I wanted to do live media coverage for events. You know what I mean? I wanted to um, change sceneries, do certain stuff. We're just in the station. And I guess he felt like um, I shouldn't have been as opinionated as I was. Okay. And... Um, I don't think that he knew that I don't really give a fuck. So what <laughs> you think about it? It's like it kind of threw him off guard because I was like, yo, bro, run around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got options and besides that, I always feel like I'm fucking everything. I'm a creator. Like, I'm the shit, the toilet bowl, and thing. the tissue, yeah. and the water that flushes everything down, and no one can ever tell me fucking The whole bowl. Everything. And if you do, it's like, girl, fucking why? <laughs> Period. And everyone should think of that of themselves. They should. I agree with you. And besides, I thought of that. I thought of like, yo, I bring a lot of things to the radio station. Like mostly, all the guests that come to the radio station is because of me. And I'm you. You're you're trying to um, how can I say limit me to what I want to do. And since you're not trying to roll with me, I'm sorry. I gotta move on. Feel me? Feel that. Southside had a radio station ready. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Southside was my homie. It was actually that him and Southside did not get along. Okay. You know what I mean? And I've tried on numerous occasions before that to make him and Southside, you know what I mean, become back friends because mm. I felt personally like it wasn't that serious. Mm. But it was his own animosity and things that had nothing to do with me that I would never ever understand. Mm. Long story short is, when he started to, you know what I mean, try to limit me and A, B, and C, I was just, I told one of my partners, like, yo, I'm about to leave and go to another radio station. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know what I mean? Whatever you do, you know, we with it, what up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I called Southside and I said, you know, it's Southside. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm what was your show called in the other place? No, it was always the end of that. It was oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Always. So I own my show. My show mm-hmm. is I'm actually licensed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a company. It's an LLC. It's mm-hmm. a whole business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. And I called Southside and Southside was my team today. And uh-huh. I was like, Southside, you know, I know I love what you're doing. And me and him was friends. And Southside and me is on the same fucking vibe. That's my nigga. Right. Like, real shit. Yeah. That's my yeah. whole life. And they already don't fuck with each other. No, so. but, but they still spoke and they're still cordial even to this day. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? All right. Because it really Yeah, no, no, I don't have no. No, I just. And even when I see him, it's still like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Because it's not that serious. 
He was just at my birthday party with us. Oh. 
was fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Well. Like, yo, I'm not even in that line. Like, I'm the coolest person. You don't say her name. No, I'm, I don't even remember her name. <laughs> Lucky you. And I never say names. I'm going to tell a story, but I'm never going to okay. tell names. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not going to give you the clout that you want. All right. It's never going to happen. But, but she... What was the circumstance? No, she... First, when she came, she was very nice. Everything was very By the way, cool. I yeah, yeah, everything Thank was... you. Thank you. Um... <laughs> She came to the show. She was cool. She was being very catty through the whole interview. And I was being very still, um... Catty? No, how? I was being How still. catty? How was she being catty? What were you interviewing her for? You no, know, for music. Okay. When She's we an artist. The, when we stopped the, the, the... We took a break. She had lipstick on the teeth. How long was this? this how was, long ago um, was this? Probably about a year, a year and a half okay. ago. It was a while. So she had lipstick she on had the lipstick teeth? She had lipstick on her teeth. And then I told her, like, oh my God, you got lipstick and on her teeth. And she got teeth. offended. She wanted us to delete the whole video. <laughs> that was one. That was I had one. other people here, other people watching it, and it's like, yo, like, yo, like, like, woman, pull up. And I'm like, nah, like, like, chill, like, I got this. And I mean, like, she's my guest. Oh, why? She was live and, and we were live. Were yes, it. I had people watching. And, and she was and like, I had take it off. Here to, no, she, no, after we went on break, she wanted to take it off. But she was just like, listen, I really don't care about that. I just want to interview. I, I just want to do my, um, my live performance. And I said, well, well, you know, we're here for like the actual whole interview. Like, that's mm. the whole thing of it. And then I don't know what, what happened, but at that point, it was just like enough. Sour. You're asking for entirely too much. I yes. came to you a lot. And you're being wild, disrespectful. Right. So now at this point, my, you know, I don't give a fuck about what you made. Right. You get a refund and bitch, you got a vault. Yeah. So I was like, nah, get your jacket. You got to leave right now. Go talk to me. You done. Yep. But she was like, what? And I was like, nah, get your jacket right motherfucking now. Because now you got to go. Because now you're taking me on my character. I've been so nice to you. And you're being nothing but a bitch. Like, that's not what I stand for. That's not what my radio station is for. That's what my show is not for. So if you feel like that's your only objective and that's your, what your whole purpose was to come, yeah, you got to Wait, you got kicked out on live? Yeah, we was fucking loud. Why would I stop tweeting? You were wild, wait. You were wild, disrespectful to me. And you didn't care. So why should I care? What episode is that? So I'm sorry. I don't even think you're wild. That's it. 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 The other people there were my they friends. They were not promoting. Okay. Yeah. They were my friends, and they were okay. going to fucking attack her. Oh. Okay. And I had to stop them. My okay. homegirl was going live, like, yo, I'm coming right now. And I'm like, no. My other homegirl there was in the point that they're arguing with So, wait talking. a minute. So, what is the argument? Like, she's like, the racist. My lipstick was on. No, she was just like, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I came here because A, B, and C. And it was just like, yo, like, at the end of the day, you're just doing it entirely too much. Like, mm. and then she was just a little more catty that I had to be a little more aggressive. And I didn't even want to be in that life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When I was just uh-huh. aggravated at that moment, it was just time for her to go. She left. And mm. as she left, I told them, your name is not Icy's a fashion junkie juice. Mm. It's not your fucking show. Hello. You cannot tell me shit. You are not going to do what the fuck you want. You're not going to disrespect people, and that is not allowed. I don't play like that, and, um, yeah, that way. And yeah. then that was it. And then we went on with the show, because mm-hmm. you're, you you were the show, but now you're not the show. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what we promote. You don't do that. I don't treat people like that. No, you I feel you. Like, like, what the hell? So that was a very memorable show. She, because, she, um, was was on a, she was on a high horse. Another one was my memorable shows, and so mm-hmm. I had to kick somebody out. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> you one of your people? He was my special guest. Okay. Because it was fucking. It was. I said, and it was memorable because it was memorable. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> we had 
I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the quickest way. I'm gonna tell you the quickest way is a black man to get fired out here or get canceled. Oh. And we just learned from the baby is talk about that community. We just gonna leave that. Okay, okay. Right there, where it's at. One of my funniest moments is when I have my girl, Lady, uh, what is it, E? What is it, what is it, what is it, what's her name? Oh, Lady, with no, Lady not, Keys? Not Lady Keys, the one with the bug on my forehead. Oh, 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 um, damn, damn. Oh. Yeah, it's Lady E, it's, I think it's Lady E, big up Lady E, I'm going to still fucking tag in and you'll finish yourself. <laughs> so we're doing a live interview, that's my boo, she fucking um, makes soca music. She yeah, yeah. Oh, music. Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're having a live interview <laughs> like this and a fucking mosquito. Yep. This is on my forehead. Oh, pow, no. she took it back to the motherland real quick, she just... <laughs> Yo, it was like, it was like, yo, yo, it was just so fire. The way it was like so, seamless. Like they were just talking. I was talking asking you most unexpected. Pow. Oh, shit. Oh, no, that's <laughs> Disrespect. There's always there's a line of respect that you gotta have. And open communication. And if there is a yeah. line of disrespect, and I do something, I am very open to acknowledge what I've done right. and apologize. Mm -hmm. you know right. I mean? and vice versa. And you if gotta I be. feel like you're not really valuable to me, I'm, I really don't go fuck fuck you. So I feel like you're valuable. I'm going to ask you back. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna apologize because right. I acknowledge right. my mistake and I value you as a person. Yeah. I value you in my life. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't do that nowadays because. Mm -hmm. They are afraid to say they were wrong or to acknowledge their mistake. You know what I mean? I right. tell people that's the growth for you growing to a better you when you can acknowledge something that I'm doing that's wrong for me to be the better me. You know what I mean? And that, um, that makes me want to fuck with you more on some real shit. Yeah. People don't realize that. They want to fuck with you more. I'm like, bitch, you go over here. Come here now. 
Last week is Missy Elliott is not working. Yeah, If y'all could have heard Sam last week trying no. to rap and no, sing, know these lyrics. And yeah, you guys didn't call in. We're gonna feel in the box. That's okay. You can call now. 516-888-9893, y'all. Okay, so they, so they gotta reach their hand around and yeah. So wait, how right. do I turn this around? Oh, that's how a lot of us got arrested. <laughs> okay, what's the so, sign is this girl? <laughs> so here we go. That's the box right there. Y'all can put your hands up. Turn around. I'm gonna put the first item in the box. Okay, don't cheat, y'all. All right. All right, I'm going to put the first item in the box. Now, like I said, y'all, I was trying to gun decorate this box, but it's a box. It's a box. <laughs> All right, did, did you see? Whoa. So we're going to put our first item in the box. What was that movie during the pandemic? Bird box? Hold on. Bird box? Yeah, it's a box. Yeah, bird box. Oh, I wonder why you're cheating now. Don't that cheat now, box. y'all. I need a part two to that. Oh, yeah. Get I don't trust them. Well, I need bird box too. I don't trust them at all. So this is our first item, y'all. Okay. Alright now. What? Let me get let me get y'all a little pen. Yeah, I'm gonna get you a little pen so you can write what you think it is. And then um I see your first. You're gonna stand right behind it. Okay. And you're just gonna put your hands in each hole. And you're gonna touch in there and see what do you think it is. Touch it up. Oh, it's a little. Don't don't say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna write it down. You're gonna write it down. (laughs) 
right, yeah, your turn. Slap. Don't say what it is. Don't say what it is. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, boom. Boom. Okay. Hold on now. Turn, turn back around. Keep your card and turn around. Keep your card and turn around. Okay. Hold the pen. Hold on. I want to make Hold on. 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 It's fun to turn out because it's fun to try to guess what it is. All right, I see you're first. Okay. Yeah, hey, girl. Here I come. Here she goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, write it down. Sam, give us a pen. Then come on. You next. Nigga same face. <laughs> she's stumped. She she's <laughs> Okay. He's so sweet. Turn around, turn around, turn around, y'all. Turn around. Turn around. Yo, her grip up was crazy. <laughs> Alright. Now we got one more thing. Wait, we got two more, y'all. That grip up was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, you got to follow with cameras if she was blind. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> you ready? <laughs> oh, come on now. Oh. <laughs> 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 She went to the motherland to go pick out fruit and shit. Uh, I think it's guava. We finna see. We finna see. 
God, I'm telling you, Sam is the worst blind person ever. You could not have Sam blind like she would. Look, look, look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look, look. This shit went from PG to X real quick. She might have climaxed over here. What the hell happened to that thing? <laughs> she came in a box. Now let's see. Wait. Turn around, ladies. Turn around. Turn around. So. That shit okay. came in a box and left with a stretcher. <laughs> All right. Turn around, y'all. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just stand right here next to Sam. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm in it. Oh, I'm in the middle. See if I'm in it. All right. So, um, first answer. Marshmallow chicken, the little one. <laughs> Wait, wait, hold, wait, wait, hold on. What is it? <laughs> Damn. Okay, I said, I said, gooey toy with them little tentacles that get dirty as fuck. Oh. She got it. It's that their moms. That's yeah. what it is. It was a centerpiece. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so next, for three, I got a feathered bow up. Oh, I got a fake fur line rope and sheep. Oh. Oh, it was a feathered bow up. Damn, whoa, she got the cover. Oh, she said, okay. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> No 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 How the fuck do you feel pink? How the fuck do you you gotta explain this shit to me? How do you feel pink? You just said I felt. Let me tell you, I felt like I'm cutting my mic off. I'm good. I was like, oh my God, what are you going to do? 
laid there touching. Once I did this, I said, yeah, bitch, I know that got this <laughs> I was trying to fill the face. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. We had a great time with you. Icy, tell them where they can find you everywhere. Listen, close guys, first, close first. Listen, you can find me in Love Amore Boutique, number one on IG. You can also follow me on IGJunkie.co. You can tap in every Friday night to see Bushi Radio to the Icy Fashion Junkie Home Show, where I have the latest up-and-coming artists here live, and we always motherfucking get lit. You know it's a motherfucking vibe. Don't forget, where your cakes from? Go to the official Soleil Cakes. Order your cakes from us only. They are exclusive cakes. They are one of a kind. And your cakes taste good.
fuck my ex, you can keep that nigga Fuck that nigga, he ain't got no motion Dang, his money on the ground, he posting Nigga been a joke, but a bitch ain't joking Trying to come back, what the fuck you smoking? Been that bitch, you ain't gotta think twice On and off the ground, bitch, fuck your life Ass real fast, boom, boom, real tight Now you wanna come and beat it up like I Slap shit out me if I ever go back Break a bitch phone if I ever text back Bitch, I been up, ain't never going back Yeah, dig it to this cat, cause the pussy like crap I'm back and my ass got bigger Fat. Pretty face and a real nice figure uh. Shoot your shot, nigga, pull that trigger For my ex, you can keep that nigga 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 Talking about your neck, you get smacked, 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 smacked. Popping like pills, feeling the pill. 
tracks, cold as real. Catching his body, loving his hoes, finding his boat, warmer than cold. Bitches are safe, believing the hopes, checking the folks, all they go, fly than most, calling me go, always a flow. Bitches are broke, remind me of coke, follow your nose, follow your ears, bitch over there, scam is fair, hoes beware, more over there, just beware, bitch you sick, you crazy, you stupid, everybody. He don't anything, just a feel on my body, pussy. I said, oh, 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 I said, oh, oh.